0: The AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by AccuNet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and AccuNet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from, but still affiliated with, AccuNet Mortgage.
1: Welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: And a very pleasant... Sunday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segrist, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, owner Brian Wickert, and, of course, Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickert. If you have a question, as always, or a comment, give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The number, 414-799-1620. Gentlemen, always good to be with you. How are you doing today?
0: Oh, you know, I woke up with a little bit of a sore neck today, Mark, and I'm thinking, why do I have a sore neck? I know because yesterday I was at the uh, Midtown 100 area where Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity is going to be building 100 homes, and we're already doing it over the next three years, and I was putting up sheetrock drywall on the ceiling, on the ceiling. Okay. So hence... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I got Good for you. You know, that's neck. just such a great
2: thing to be associated with. They're just such wonderful people and do such great stuff in the neighborhoods. Good for
0: you. Yeah, yep. it's going to make a big impact there. So um, speaking about helping homebuyers, we can't give a 0% uh, interest rate like Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity can. But uh, we want to talk today, we are reinvigorating um, because I'm, you know, I'm the chief honesty officer. We are relaunching our zero loan cost program for many Wisconsin home buyers. What's old is new again. That's right. And so this is something Mark and our audience that Akin has been doing since 1999. Okay. Um, and it's an option that we've always offered our clients, but the reason we're reinvigorating it and putting it on our homepage and talking about it and we're doing radio ads on it is because two Madison based credit unions have showed up in the Milwaukee area and they are advertising this same idea. Like it's something new and it is a powerful option. What do you, what percentage do you think of our first time home buyers take advantage of it? About about half? Sure. Let's say half. It's about half. So it's, you know, it's not a bad idea, but here's the issue, Mark. Uh, Let's talk about what's the difference between loan costs, and closing costs. Is that because the details matter in mortgage lending? I would say that especially the details matter. And if you look at the revised federal regulations we've been under for about three years now, and the official form, the disclosure form called the loan estimate, it breaks out loan costs, which include easy things like the appraisal, the credit report, title insurance for the lender, the closing fee charged by the title company. We don't happen to charge us at Acunet, but it also includes the flood zone certification fee, tax service fee, and any other points or origination fees or appraisal or underwriting fees that go to where? The lender. Correct. So that happens to appear on page two on the left-hand column at the bottom. Those are loan costs. And so being the honest, transparent company that we are, that's what Acunet Mortgage is talking about when we say zero loan cost option. Over on the right hand column then of the same government forum are listed. The other things, and we talked about this coming up to the top of the show, there's more to the loan costs. There's more to the down payments. There's other money that somebody has to bring to the closing table. And usually it's the buyer and it's things like putting away two or three months into your new property tax escrow. The government calls that part of the closing costs. Mm-hmm. Also writing out that check for your first year of homeowners insurance. That can be 1000 bucks, 600 bucks, 1200 bucks. That's a closing cost. Uh, the interest, what are you going to say, David? I was going to say the recording fee for
3: the yeah. title company to walk into the Register of Deeds office and say,
0: that Jimmy and Joan own this house now. now. Luckily, in Wisconsin, that's only 60 bucks. In other jurisdictions that we serve, in Illinois and Minnesota and Florida, those can be hundreds or thousands of dollars. Right. But in Wisconsin, it's only 60 bucks. The interest that you pay for them, The date of closing till the end of the month. That's a closing cost. You know what else is a closing cost? The home inspection fee. The uh, lender is supposed to disclose the home inspection fee on the loan estimate as a closing cost. So you get this much bigger number. And yet we have this other Madison... non-mortgage things,
3: correct. property taxes, insurance, correct, home inspection.
0: That is clearly labeled on the official government disclosure as a closing cost. And yet we have this Madison-based credit union that's got billboards everywhere saying no closing costs. I start frothing
3: at the mouth every uh, time I drive by. Exactly,
0: because then you go to their website. Guess what? They are not paying all those other closing costs. They really mean we're only paying the loan costs and well then,
3: and this is a this is a conversation about the vernacular of getting a mortgage people out in the world day-to-day who don't live this would call that closing costs that's right but
0: they don't see to me but details to us, matter details matter and so don't think that they're offering to pay your homeowner's insurance premium or your property taxes or when you get you know your official disclosure and they're only giving you a credit for eleven hundred dollars not $4,000 do not go don't be surprised okay now the other thing that's uh, important to point out is it's an option okay and you pay a slightly higher rate for the zero loan cost option and we show that right on our home page or right on our web page you go to the home page mark or any listener out there you'll see a nice banner ad for our zero loan cost option and by the way the reason we have to say for many Wisconsin home buyers is On an FHA loan or a VA loan, which is the minority of loans that are done, uh, there's an upfront government mortgage insurance premium that's defined as a loan cost. Now, most home buyers and refinancers don't pay that out of their pocket, they finance it. And yet, being the straight laced, regulatorily compliant guys that we are, we couldn't say that we're paying that for you. So technically, under our program, FHA and uh, VA loans aren't included in the zero loan cost. But guess what? We'll give you a $1,200 credit uh, toward the other loan costs that are normally paid in cash. By the way,
3: go ahead, David. Well, and I was going to say, as you were saying, this is an option because when you're looking at the computer screen of your AccuNet loan Uh consultant, looking at it side by side, hey, this is a zero loan cost option. Here's uh, an option with just regular loan costs. And here's an option where if you want to invest in that interest rate, pay some points up
0: front. We are really good at the math on what makes sense and when does it make yeah. sense. how long does it take you to recruit that? One last thing. The other credit union is advertising their lowest closing cost commitment on billboards, or they had. And then I even heard a radio ad where they said, we have the lowest closing costs. What? And that's like really a bad thing to advertise. And then they go on and say, and if we don't, we'll pay you $500. But check this out. XYZ credit union will not compare closing costs for this offer of them having the lowest closing cost commitment once a mortgage loan is locked with either the credit union or a competitor. So in order to try to make them make good on their claim, the commitment. Yeah. Yeah. You have to give them a loan estimate from the competing lender, but don't lock it. Go naked in this rising, generally rising interest rate environment. Yeah. And don't lock it, and then you, you know we'll tell you what we can do. Hey, too bad if loan if rates go up in the meantime. But if you chose to lock it with that competing lender, well, then we're not going to compare anymore. And even if you can lock with you to with the credit union, they're not going to compare. It's
3: oh, and then you got to pay taxes on the oh, that's
0: right, you gotta pay taxes, and you, in order to collect, you have to become a member of said credit union. This thing has got so many uh, footnotes; it looks like a shoe store. All right, when we come back. Speaking of closing costs and scraping up the money for the down payment and the like, we're going to take a look at the 12 easiest metropolitan areas in the country where you can save up your down payment the fastest. We'll give you the details when we come back.
2: Sounds great. Uh, Looking forward to that. You're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ.
1: Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. The crew looks for
2: one final win before the All-Star break. Brewers Pirates live from Pittsburgh. Our Brewers game day coverage with Jeff and Lane starts at 12 noon. Sponsored by Catholic Financial Life. WTMJ News time is 1019. Back to you, sir.
0: All right. So uh, cruising around the web this week and I found a story on National Mortgage News where they're picking up data from uh, the Zillow subsidiary called hot pad. Have you ever heard of that, David? Hot pad? Maybe. That means like a rental oh, yeah. place, I, okay. a hot pad. <laughs> you know, Not the thing you take the casserole out of the oven with, which I know hot you pad. have never done. That is correct. Okay. So the key assumption in this analysis is they looked at what it would take in a, any particular metropolitan area uh, for a renting household if they took 20% of their post-rent income. So they looked at median income, they looked at median rent mm-hmm. in that market, and they looked at median sales price for the area. They said, okay, if you look at a person, so let's say you're making $4,000 a month gross mm-hmm. and you were paying a thousand in rent, your after rent income, gross income would be 3000 bucks a month. And they're assuming you'd save 600 bucks of that toward the down payment. Oof, okay. you think that's, oh, whatever, that's what after they use for this assumption. Taxes? Um, and so they, they said, let's do the math on that. So, so here's number 12. These are the top 12 most affordable cities in which you can save up for down payment. Number 12, San Antonio, Texas. And here's why, by the way, I'm going to tell you this, the median sales price in June, which we're going to talk about in the second half of the show, $241,000 in the five County Milwaukee area in San Antonio, it's only 184, Hmm. 184, 184,000. When you do the math, um, it's going to take you uh, 13 months to save up for a three and a half percent down payment. Okay. Cool. Uh, Number 11 is Atlanta. There it would take you also 13 months. In the one year category, number 10, Charlotte. uh, Number nine, Houston. Number eight, Columbus, Ohio. And by the way, that's exactly where Milwaukee metropolitan area would fit in is that it takes about a year if you're able to save 20% of your post rent, rent right. income towards a down payment to take you a year to save up the three and a half down, three and a half percent down payment for a $241,000 house. By the way, median prices in these other areas, Atlanta, 203, 203,000 Charlotte. I uh, didn't write it down. Houston, 197,000 Columbus, 181. Then as the prices start to get cheaper, guess what? you can save faster. faster. Kansas City's number seven. There, the median price is 180. Cincinnati, Ohio, 160 is the median sales price. And fifth place, St. Louis, at 160000 for the median price. Indianapolis, median price is only 151000 hmm. Detroit, in number three position, 154000 Cleveland, the median home price is only 141000 So it only takes nine months there to save up for the down payment. Hmm. And the number one. Our rivals in this afternoon's baseball game, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it only takes you nine months to save up a three and a half percent down payment. The median price is only hundred. None of those cities were on the east or west coast. You are correct. Oh, by the way, the other fun statistic, if you wanted to save up 20% for the down payment in uh, the Silicon Valley, California, it would only take you, are you ready? 35 years to save up for the down payment. All right, when we come back from this break, let's talk about the what I think is one of the most misunderstood contingencies that home buyers are oblivious to when they're writing an offer, and we'll talk about that when we come back.
2: And this is the Acumen Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ
1: getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: It was a party 26 years ago in the making. WTMJ is excited to announce its first ever Brewer Classic broadcast. We're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the Milwaukee Brewers' dramatic 2008 win against the Chicago Cubs, securing the team's first playoff appearance since 82. That's Brewer Classic this Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, Fleet Farm, Menards, and Badger Mutual Insurance. WTMJ news time is ten twenty-five. Before our break, Brian, you're about to uh, share with us some misunderstood contingencies.
0: Yep, the uh, in Wisconsin, the uh, three common contingencies, and I'd say in other states we service is fairly common, although it's not as precise are the appraisal contingency. That's one that's actually unique to Wisconsin Mm -hmm. is to have this separate appraisal contingency. I can back out of buying your house if the appraisal comes in one penny shy of the agreed upon offer price. Well, what usually happens is you engage in a negotiation. Mm -hmm. The second one is financing. I'll buy your home as long as I can get approved for a fill in the blank 30 year fixed rate loan of this loan amount, blah, blah, blah. And then the one that I think almost everybody is familiar with is the home inspection contingency that says I can back out of this. uh, If my Wisconsin licensed home inspector finds a defect. Now, of course defect is a spongily defined word. It means anything that significantly um, impairs the safety or value of the property. Well, then you get into debate what significantly is, but basically what the uh, buyer has the right to do is throw a flag and say, Hey, I found a defect. Now, line four twenty-seven in your hymnal, the right to cure is what I really want to talk about, and I would really ask any real estate agents to go over this with a fine-tooth comb, you know, with the prospective buyers, because they don't know. I swear, and I talk to them. We end up talking to them as mortgage professionals when there's a problem Mm -hmm. on the inspection, and then most buyers think, well, okay, we get to negotiate as to how it's fixed. Uh Uh, not if you use the following language, because this is one where you either delete one word or the other. The line says right to cure. The seller either shall or shall not have the right to cure defects. Hmm. Okay, and so the one I'm looking at right now says the seller shall have the right to cure defects. Not seller and buyer together. That is absolutely correct, David. But that's what buyers think, is if I find a defect, then we're going to work out how it gets fixed. Yeah, but people from Wisconsin are so nice, you know, we can, we can figure this out, not right? Not always. Yeah. Not always. And so the standard language that needs to be understood by more buyers, in my opinion, is that if you give the seller the right to cure, the only standard for curing the defects is that it must be done in a good and workmanlike manner. Can I tell you which contractor I want? No, no. Good and work. Can I tell you how the defect? No, no. Not even what color. Got to be good and workmanlike and be done three days prior to closing. Yeah. So that is a really low bar. There's an easy way to fix this, but I really almost never see this. Uh, and, And by the way, this is relevant because... It's a point of negotiation in today's super tight housing market, which we're going to talk about after the break. And especially with many older homes in the Milwaukee area as well. This isn't Phoenix where half of them are less than 10 years old. Right, right. Um, You can, buyer's agents can put in a little language, talk to your broker, talk to your, the attorney that you use for your broker. But if you need to give the seller the right to cure, please consider adding some additional language that says, Buyer and seller must agree within X number of days on the manner of the cure if the seller elects to exercise their right to repair the defects. For sure. Otherwise, you're just uh, relying at, at on the, the seller mercy. to be a nice guy. Yeah. All right. So that's my that's my sermon on, on uh, the right to cure contingency. And again, born out of the fact that I just talked to somebody yesterday who has some items that came up and I said, well, let me pull up your contract. And he, as the standard seller, has the right to cure. So here I am, the guy explaining to him that,
3: yeah. well,
0: you can propose an amendment here in the next week.
3: But they can say pound sand.
0: They can say, yeah, thanks a lot, but you're know, your only a real right. An amendment has to be agreed on by both parties. Well, in this case, the only legal right he has is to give a notice, which is a one-way communication of, hey, I found these defects. One, I'm going to bring up one other thing after the news. Remind me about how to write an amendment relative okay. to fixing things or not on a inspection related problem All right. so after the news here we're going to talk about that straggler item do a little rate update and then i've got some really interesting numbers on just how hot is the market in milwaukee after the news
1: don't break the bank to get into a house back to the AcuNet mortgage and realty show with brian wickert on wtmj
2: And, Brian, I think just prior to the news break, uh, you were talking about various contingency plans, and you've got some specific information on how to best resolve maybe one of them. Is that right?
0: We've got an example here of what happens. right, so this particular one uh, uh, is a client that David's working with. Take it away, David. Well, and so what naturally happens is after an inspection,
3: if there are items that want to be addressed, an amendment usually gets drafted.
0: And here, I I happen to pull it up. This one says, The following items found in the inspection report data, blah, 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 will be completed by seller at seller's expense. If applicable, any lien waivers, paid receipts, shall be delivered to the buyer no later than 10 days prior to closing. Uh, repair the tear hole in the rubber roof caused by the tree branch. Trim the tree back. Uh, complete the baseboard trim, closet, grout. So nothing—it's not nothing saying
3: trim. the roof is caving in or the basement is about to collapse.
0: Correct. correct. Some knickknack Little stuff. Right. stuff. Right. Yeah. But once you put it in the amendment, then what?
3: It's codified. It's we as the lenders. Hey, before I lend you several hundred thousand dollars, I would like these items to be fixed. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, lenders think of it as in case you, you know, buy the house and then get hit by a bus later that afternoon. Yeah. And I have to take the house back from you. Uh-huh. I want the house to be in good and marketable condition nice. so that the uh, weed so that I don't have to go cut the grass in order to sell the house. That's right. When,
0: well, not or, when it went me got to fix the roof yeah. is what you meant to say. <laughs> you might have to cut the grass. Yeah. But you know, that is one of the representations and warranties that originating mortgage lenders make up the food chain all the way to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac or yeah. any other investor is that to the best of our knowledge, the house is in good and marketable condition and meets all local and state codes so if you bring anything to our attention right. that violates that premise we got to make you fix it before closing
3: and, and so on this one these uh, friends of mine are closing on friday so last week i reached out to the real estate agent and i said hey can you send me the paid receipts and lien yeah. waivers for should- these couple items and he emailed me back he said Well, no, the seller is just going to take care of this themselves. What? They're going to fix the rubber roof? Right. Okay. So I I would say sometimes the power we have being Acunet, is that we can look at a condition from underwriting Mm -hmm. and try to best understand what is the underwriter looking for? Correct. Because in this case, I was afraid that they were going to have to you know hire somebody to create paid receipts and lien waivers for this work right but in fact the condition was satisfactory documentation that these items have been fixed
0: and what worked in this case in in this case the
3: buyers were able to create a notice that's a
0: one-way communication
3: correct you don't need the seller to say yeah sounds good that's that's what what did the notice say the notice said
0: All items in the amendment dated X are done or completed to the satisfaction of the buyers okay so that worked in this particular case but let me say that if this was an FHA loan and remember FHA is pickier and so if you have peeling or chipping paint if you have any broken glass uh, if you have any handrails going up or down stairs that are missing or loose those have to be uh, fixed prior to closing and we aren't just gonna take the buyer's word for it, the appraiser has to go back out there, Mm -hmm. snap a picture of it and say that it is now a-okay. That sometimes happens on conventional loans too. Correct. It depends on the severity of the fix. Now, the other thing that I wanted to point out, which I was talking with this same buyer who didn't realize that he had given the seller the right to cure in a good and workmanlike manner, Mm -hmm. I said, well, and then I emailed both of the agents to remind them because you would think every agent in America would know this, but we still see it every once in a while. If instead of making the repairs, the parties are just going to agree to a closing cost and prepaid credit. Like maybe it's only $2,000, you know, mm-hmm. instead of this one that we were just talking about, you know, the buyer and seller could have said, Hey, you know what? We are going to give the buyer a $2,000 credit at closing for prepaids. And uh, closing costs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they should say loan costs, by the way, given our previous two. Or they could say closing. Anyway, don't put the reason why in the amendment. Just keep it short and sweet. Do not say, because of this problem and that because problem the and the other problem, in. we're going to give a $2,000 credit or lower the price. Don't say that. Because then it's the same problem for the lender. Right. We have to go back and say, show us that all these problems were actually fixed because they might impact the value or marketability of the property. Instead, short and sweet. Seller gives agrees to give buyer a $2,000 closing cost credit at, at, at closing for closing costs and prepaids. Always put the word prepaids in there. And home inspection contingency is hereby satisfied. Period. Dot. Don't say anymore. In, in, my,
3: uh, in, in my example, I offered to review the language with the real estate agent before they would oh, send yeah, the no notice. Oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, we don't need to do that. No, did they no, show it to you? Yeah,
0: you did. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. That's very good. That is the best thing. Yeah. Let's work together as a team. So that we don't unearth, yes. That's right. All right. When we come back from this break, I've got the updated numbers for June home sales and the fastest selling municipalities in the area when we come back.
2: And you're listening to the Accunate Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ
1: important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: You know, the restaurant business can certainly be a tough one, especially in Milwaukee the last few years. Our colleague W T M J is Mike Spaulding recently sat down with Omar Sheikh of Surge Restaurant Group to discuss that and so much more. You can hear the entire conversation coming up at 11 o'clock on WTMJ Conversations. Brian and David, I believe before the break we're about to talk about, uh, well, get an update on home
0: sales. Am I correct? Yep. Last week, we kind of had the flash initial report on June home sales in the five-county metro area. And I said they were down 13%. And sure enough, 32 more single-family detached home sales made their way into the multiple listing service. Hmm. So now home sales are only down 11.5% this June compared to a year ago. That's a difference of 266 fewer buyers and sellers come together at the closing table. Another way to say it is that 2,046 people households did come together. That's again, data recorded in the multiple listing service, which is a creature of the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors, which I'm a card carrying member. So and, yeah, you know, could we could
3: we add in a couple percentage points on for sale by owner, just I, yeah. to feel better about ourselves? Or?
0: Well, but we don't know if that, you know, is going up or down. Your theory would be that that portion of the market is going up. Sure. Yeah, could be. Median sales price was two hundred and forty-one thousand. Remember in that earlier segment, that is Cleveland is like one forty, and Pittsburgh, where we're playing a baseball game, is one forty-two. Yeah. So ha. Wow. Our homes are way better. Well, or at least more expensive here. It just by the way, on a county county by county basis, of the five counties, David, which one is the biggest for a number of home sales? Milwaukee. That's right. That's forty-five percent of the units that mm. closed. Waukesha represents three out of ten. What do you think Ozaki County is mm, one out of ten, not even okay? They're six percent mm. of the overall number of sales one old. out of twenty yeah. right Washington county, eight percent of the total, mm. So just to see if that's you a number a hundred and sixty five homes sold and by the way, they were the ones that were down the most. Home sales in Washington County were down twenty percent mm. compared to June a year ago. Ozaki only hundred and thirty two sales that's down seventeen percent Racine county down 16% which isn't
3: bad news for sellers it's less than stellar news for buyers who
0: want more homes to look at well and let's talk about that so I drilled down these are the fastest selling municipalities in reverse order Mount Pleasant say the say the county after each one uh, Racine. Racine? yeah Okay. Uh, Glendale Milwaukee no, no. Ozaki no, no, Glendale? Milwaukee, Milwaukee oh. County. And by the way, it's uh, 28 days. It you, said from... Glen... you said Glendale? Yeah, Glendale. Oh, okay. uh, number eight is Greendale, also at 26 days to sell. This is how fast homes are selling. Mm. What county? Milwaukee. Cudahy is number seven with 26 days. Milwaukee. Wauwatosa, 86 home sales selling on average, continuous days on market in 25 days. Milwaukee. Hills Corners. You're making me nervous now because I don't okay. know these counties. Milwaukee. Yep. Caledonia. <sighs> Racine. Yep. They're number four at 24 days. So these are all, by the way, all top 10 municipalities are under one month. We have yet to name a city in Waukesha, Bingo. That is why I was making you do this. Uh, Number three is Sussex. Okay. Waukesha. Waukesha. Number two, Brown Deer. 27 home sales closing in 21 days on average. Wow. Uh, Or not closing, getting an accepted offer. And in number one position, South Milwaukee. Uh, In average days on market, Two weeks, 14 days. On the south side. So something is going on there. Uh, yeah,
3: Jabari's playing pickup games on the Is south that what side. he's doing?
0: Yeah. All right. So you, you, interestingly, now that doesn't mean that Waukesha is suffering. And by the way, the city of Waukesha, 112 sales, uh, getting an offer on average in 29 days. So I still disagree with this measurement. I know, measurement. I know, I know. And but now let's think about it from the eyes, and we did this last week, but now I drilled down to the municipality level. In Wauwatosa, if you looked in the Multiple Listing Service this morning, you would think that there are 157 no, no, no. homes for sale. And by the way, there were 86 closed sales in June. So you're thinking, oh, like a two-month supply. Uh-uh. over half of those 157 active Wauwatosa offers listings have offers, there are really only seventy two properties yeah. and so if you want to break that down into a number of days of supply that's twenty five But wait, it's worse in the city of Waukesha, where you would think, hey there's two hundred and sixteen active listings uh-uh versus one hundred and twelve closed sales in June. The real number is that there are only seventy eight listed homes in the city of Waukesha without offers. That's a 21. Sounds like you need that rock solid. Yeah. You definitely need to be the best version of yourself and have this conversation again with a buyer um, telling him he wanted to put three and a half percent down or saying, well, you know, if you can write with 5% down, that makes you look just a little bit better. A little stronger, more wiggle room. More wiggle room, or if you're thinking about five, let's go to 10%. You don't have to do that Um, anyway inventory very tight we would love to help you with a rock seller pre-approval when we come back let's do a little rate roundup and take a look at uh, financial markets after this final break
2: on the acunet mortgage and realty show right here on wtmj
1: find a place to call home without the headache this is the acunet mortgage and realty show with brian wickert on wtmj
2: and we're back with uh, Brian and David, and I think we're about to talk about uh, rates, gentlemen. Is that correct? Yep.
0: The rate roundup, David. Why don't you give us the options oh, right. oh, that okay. you would present, you oh. know, to somebody calling up, me
3: do it live.
0: including the zero loan cost option, not zero closing costs, because you know, as we talked about in the first segment.
3: Let me give you what I got. You talk. I'll cook it up, and we'll. I'll come back to you. Oh, ready? No, because I had I had numbers ready for you. So okay. on a on a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, which is near the median, oh, uh,
0: Milwaukee price price.
3: Yeah. So if you had twenty percent equity. Okay, so for, if
0: you're 20% equity for a refi or 20% down correct. to buy, okay, what'd you get? So, got? and
3: escrowing for taxes, so you could get 4.625%, that's with 950 bucks in costs. Loan costs. Loan costs. That's with an APR of 4.65. So, I'll, at least I had what I had prepared, because for first-time home buyers, let's say you just got 5% down to okay. buy that $250,000 house, there's zero loan cost option. be 4.75 percent whoa the apr is 507 and uh, why is the
0: apr higher on five percent down than on 20 percent because we have to include
3: the monthly pmi in the apr calculation private mortgage yeah because it's a cost yeah um so and on a 15 year in case you were dying to know with 20 percent equity on that 250 with a two hundred thousand dollar loan that's 4.125 percent with $1,100 and cost the APR is 4.17.
0: I bet we could still do 3.99. You
3: could, but you'd have to pay for it.
0: Like how much? Figure that uh, out. Making them work here, making them sweat live on the radio. I'm gonna say you're gonna a- have to pay for it. Yeah,
3: people. 3.99. The APR would be 4.122. Cost you 2,400 bucks. Okay. So if you're gonna be in the house a long while, you would make that money Which, back. Which can I get on my soapbox here for sure. a second? We experience on the front lines of loan consulting at Acumen Mortgage we are able to give you, I literally just did it, live pricing. There you go. Talk to a loan consultant, get live pricing. I thoroughly enjoy when someone calls up and said, yeah, I just talked to my bank or credit union, they're gonna get back to me with some numbers. Whoa. They're gonna get back to me on putting it in writing, and a day or two goes by, <laughs> and I just enjoy the dichotomous you know, comparison yeah, between, yeah. I got live pricing for you right here.
0: And you can see it right on, on the, our loan consultant's computer screen. You bet. Which is super convenient. Whoa. The yield curve, meaning the difference between short-term rates and long-term rates, is crazy flat. Uh, the United States government uh, can borrow money at about two point five percent on a on a two-year basis for two years. Oh yeah. Okay. And then, like over ten years, it's, it's what two point 8. eight three. Two point eight three. That is, and over thirty years, like two point nine three. That's crazy the small difference. Now, when you boil that down to consumer borrowing, we've got the prime rate currently sitting at five percent. And the chances, David, you were just telling me of two more increases by the end of this year. Over fifty percent. Fifty three percent September's
3: already over eighty four percent. All right. Another rate hike.
0: So that means the prime rate's gonna go to five and a quarter in September and then probably get the five and a half by the end of the year. And don't forget the Fed's got a few more rate increases up their sleeve for next year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be getting possibly close to 6% on the old prime rate, which is what is used to calculate the rate and payment on your home equity line of credit and credit cards. Meanwhile, we just heard from David Wickert that 30 year fixed rates are still at 4.6 to 5% that is an upside down world, and we'll take it. Yeah. Right. Because, it's still in the big historical scheme of things. Very, very affordable. By the way, the zero loan cost option would be 4.75 mm-hmm. on a conforming 30 uh, year fixed rate loan. All right. So um, what else do we gonna talk about? Any news coming up this week? And that's going to roil the markets that we know about. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. The, International meetings. Uh, yeah, that, that could always do it. Yeah, what we're happy to do. And, you know, I would say we are in the uh, thick of the summer market, although some people now start to go on vacation the end of July or August. So sometimes we see a little dip in activity uh, for home buying. Uh, let's call it the you know, pre-back to school dip. So mm. if you're a buyer, now is not a bad time to get out there. If you've got yourself a flimsy pre-approval from a bank, as an example, I got a call from one of the top agents at Shore West this week. Who was with a buyer about to write an offer using a big bank pre-approval they have a skyscraper downtown and it's not that tall it's it's more <laughs> of a multi-story office building okay. right on the river um, you could chase them around you know <laughs> and and so so their pre-approval letter is so lacking in detail and specificity that she really just didn't want to use it so she called up and we were able to get the gentleman a similar but more detailed credit verified pre-approval. Mm-hmm. And I think by Monday, we will have him a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval where we will have verified not just his credit, but also his income and down payment. Um, that's really what you need to compete. You know, sh- use that local lender, in this case, Acunet, with a good reputation because it's not just the, you know, borrower who we're trying to present as the best uh, to those sellers, it's also the lender. And the good news is, A lot of realtors now know that we're doing an excellent job uh, on purchase transactions. We really keep people informed of what's going on throughout the process. And with the buyer's permission, we also keep the agents informed of what's going on because it's a nervous time for everybody. All right, so what do you got to do to get started on a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval? Click on the blue button. You'll find the blue button and all the information about our zero loan Cost option for many Wisconsin home buyers and refinancers for that matter at our website. That's accunet.com. We'll see you back here at the same time next week, Mark.